0: We'll 721,
1: left intercept the final
2: barrier, 222. <laughs>
0: Everybody, RC Haley Nation version 2.0 oh, period. My name is Dan comma. This is episode number 60. <laughs> Section 60 period. Oh, so hey
1: everyone, my name is uh, Capital N for Nick, <laughs> Capital L E N N lowercase
0: period. So we're, we're, here let me let me give you guys a brief explanation. Of course, you guys just heard Nick, and then Jesse is with us as well. Jesse, say hi.
3: How's it going, everyone?
0: And then there's Justin. What's uh, going on? So I decided that, uh, you know, it's kind of an inside joke, but I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about it so you understand what what that was all about. (laughs) See, we text each other quite a bit. Justin just doesn't, he doesn't quite get our texts if we don't use proper punctuation. So I just figured I would do the show that way.
4: (laughs) (laughs) This is Dan, comma,
0: episode number (laughs) 66, period. I, I don't know, ellipses, semicolon. Don't, like use too many ellipses, Don't use too many ellipses. Don't so use too many. That'll you in trouble every <laughs> it, time. Isn't it show sixty question mark?
2: Uh, it, no, it yeah. is.
0: This is episode number sixty, guys. sexty, sexy sixty. Sexty. Sexty. Can you get? Can you believe that shit? Sixty that's, episodes.
1: That's nuts, man. That's crazy, crazy.
0: Oh my god, you guys! You know, I I uh, I told you guys that I was called a cold weather pussy. Yeah, <laughs> it's the truth. I went to the field today. I was there for three hours. It didn't fly once. Didn't even get out of the cab. <laughs> for three <laughs> hours? You okay, just sat in the car
2: for three <laughs> yeah, hours. that's what I want to know.
0: Well, there was a couple other guys there. And, and, okay, this is a little sad, what I'm about to say, but it's just a reality of what happened. We had one of our old guys die here last week. And so, of course, all the old guys are sitting around doing memory talk. And so I was sitting there thinking... Well, it's sunny out, but it's really cold and it's really windy. And mix those two and you've got less than ideal flying conditions. So I was waiting for the wind to die down a little bit. Knock knock knock. <laughs> and uh come in and sit down in the truck in the warm and I'm in a 3-hour conversation about good old Bill, which, you know, didn't hurt me. No. Um but I was there and it was nobody flew. There was six of us there. Nobody flew. So that's what we do in our club, though. We we talk, didn't we? Talk? I told you guys about that. That's all we do. Yeah.
3: Counseling, winter counseling.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I've got some pretty. I don't know. I, you know what? Before we go into it, let's find out what Nick and these guys have been up to before. Yeah, because <laughs> this is going to be long. It's it might be a long one, and you might you might hear my blood pressure rise a little bit, and you might hear me get a little upset. But, uh, Justin. What have you been up to, dude?
2: You know, I've been uh, mostly waiting for the rain to clear, which is starting to piss me off a bit. I haven't flown much, like I said last time, other than the Nano, but uh, right now I'm just trying to get the Furion 6 ready to go, got the SK540 on it, Nick and I are going to exchange settings, uh, and actually set it up just like his uh, Fusion 50 that you guys saw the... The SK five hundred and forty governor video on, so we can do an apples to apples comparison.
0: Very nice, yeah, nice, yeah. That uh, I, I did see. You sent us a text picture, and yeah, um, true. It looked a little like a war zone. I am not gonna lie. Oh yeah, it's a war zone. It, uh, it, you know, strangely <laughs> enough, you know, when I was bitching about the smoke, it looked a lot like that. That's the visibility we had for like a month here, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't rain. We could and know. it's
2: like that, dude. Pretty much every day until a little after lunch.
0: So that's why you need a four wheel drive. Your new vehicle you're looking for.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Just, just you, <laughs> you can't get through fog with a two wheel drive. <laughs> no man. shit. No. No, that's, that,
1: that's not with dumb. style anyway. Was, no. no. Four wheel drive has to have heated seats and nav. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and one of those
2: awesome little backup cameras.
0: Yeah. That's those are those are uh, those are necessities for your. No, I off-road. want it to
2: park for me,
0: dude. They make those.
2: Yeah, I know the parallel parking. Well, oh
0: dude! You're a rocket scientist. Why don't you make one that drives for you?
2: Sure, why not? I'll get on that. That's the winter project. Is that the
0: winter project? I want that done by the end of the winter. I swear <laughs> yeah. to God. Yeah. So that's it. That's all you've been doing, man. Just dealing with the rain and working your ass off at work and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Hoping to get
2: out flying during the Thanksgiving holiday, nice. we'll see if we get some clear weather. You need to fly. You're due for some flying. Yeah. Oh yeah. I need nice. a whole day of just flying.
0: Yeah, it's like therapy, dude. It it's, is. It soothes the soul. Yeah. It
2: rejuvenates you.
0: So Jesse, I heard. Uh, I heard some news about you, dude. You the, did. Yeah the um, the test results came back. I heard. <laughs> Uh and they it, did. it is yeah, actually back. it is actually contagious. Unfortunately it is. <laughs> of course we're kidding Jesse. He he has uh, got some I don't know Jesse you want to talk about that now or you want to wait for another part in the show or
3: Oh, it, it really doesn't make any difference to me. So, um,
0: I'll go ahead and announce it then since it doesn't matter to you.
3: Go for it. It's all you.
0: So, Jesse, uh, you know, he flies that Compass crap. I mean, Compass helicopters. <laughs> and uh <laughs> turns out they gave him a little promotion this week. Go ahead and tell they, us uh, what they, they did. They
3: did. So I was chatting with Dave, and they ended up bumping me up to a team pilot on Compass. So,
0: so now you're like the junior ball licker.
3: Yeah, exactly. Nice. So there's, you know, yeah. not too many more steps above I gotta, that. I gotta, with
1: gotta,
0: advanced technique. Advanced <laughs> technique. There's cupping involved <laughs> now. <laughs> Next step, yes. tea bagging. I swear to God. <laughs> I tell you what, though, you know, Dave was so awesome on the show last week guys. yeah what would you guys say to me if I had compass USA on the show and didn't give him any crap about it
1: I would never let you live down. <laughs> oh, yeah dude you <laughs> and I would be worried there. if you were <laughs> here like a champ
0: yeah oh. it, it, he was a really good sport I I really enjoyed having Dave on the show and look forward to having him on again at some point anything else been going on dude
3: um, yeah, so actually, keep, it going. I keep got it going, don't be so shy. A couple other things to announce here. Um, I've been chatting back and forth with Scorpion here as I fly their motors and all of my helis. And actually, I think I'm joining Team Scorpion now, so I'm gonna be working with them and basically outfitting my helis with their stuff as it seems to be a good quality product. And. Uh,
0: did, Cut. Are you are you misreading the cue, the talking points they sent you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so Scorpion. Yeah, it's electric.
3: Yeah. It yeah. is. It's electric.
0: Yeah. Eh, yeah,
3: you know. It is what it is. So what's No, the other, so.
0: What's the other exciting news?
3: Well, the other exciting news is I've actually been in contact with <laughs> Gen's Ace as well. Um basically all this stuff was sparked up by I don't you guys probably saw it for those of you that follow our Facebook page. Um, we put up a video of some flying that I did last weekend, and it actually got a lot of interest. Um, a lot of people s- watched the video, and so yeah, Gen Zasa, I got in contact with them, and I think I'm going to be uh, joining their team as well, and that one I'm really stoked about as I've been flying their batteries the whole entire time I've been in this hobby, and just a just a great quality battery. I mean, I have a set of packs right now that I have 200 plus cycles on. So you just can't complain about that. We figured out the
1: secret, Dan.
0: What's the secret?
1: The secret to to becoming team pilot. Yeah, is pyro TikToks. That's
0: it. it. Well, is that all it takes? You just have to know how to pyro to
3: TikTok. Yeah, you just gotta learn pyro TikToks, and before you know it, people s- are
2: people are coming so to you. so
0: screwed, dude. Yeah, no, notice so how screwed. the
2: video sort of always cut out whenever Jesse tried to do something else and it went right back to the Piro TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> <You have> to, <laughs> he, he, to he can't fly inverted, but he can Piro, Piro TikTok. Piro
0: TikTok. The, the magic is in the editing. And I gotta let's since we're talking about how the magic is in the editing. Oi. Oi, vey. That music. Nick.
3: <laughs> oh man. So what I you're saying, Dan, it. is you're I not gonna it. be
1: a... Rock and
0: dubstep when the mic goes oh, off, oh my god, I look, I get it, I understand it, I get it it's it's what what those kids are listening to these days, <laughs> yeah. but listen that stuff, oh, it's just look i I appreciated a couple things about that video, and i you know and of course you know it, Nick as well as I do when you're watching a video, it's got music, and you'd like to hear the helicopter, and you did a fantastic job with that, thank you, but that fucking music dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my goodness! Ugh. I liked the first set of music better, but uh, I think he had some issues with that. Yeah. Right? Yeah,
3: some copyright issues. Yeah, you got to be really careful about yeah, what that, music you're putting into your that, videos. That, so.
1: that, that
0: that makes a video expensive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 a lot more than <laughs> than my paycheck <laughs> is worth. So. No, you know, look, I I can't... It's an expression of character.
0: Yeah, you know, and Jesse listens to shitty music, so (laughs) what what can I say? Oh, man.
1: (laughs) Now,
3: it just, you know, once you move on from one thing, you know, you kind of accepted the compass thing, you just move on to the next. Oh, dude, no, no,
0: no, no. Don't put... No. Do not put words in my mouth. I swear (laughs) to God, do not put words in my mouth. Did you just say, I've accepted the compass thing? Did you really just... not, yeah, I, not I, Compass, I, I, you've accepted that I, I,
3: I am on oh, team well. that i'm associated with compass
0: what can i do about that dude you yeah, have no it, taste therefore you shall die i mean that's <laughs> really what that boils down to <laughs> and we'll bury you with your music <laughs> with your compass no. and your soundtrack <laughs> no i'm just giving you shit don't don't send uh, me i you know and all right so there's one more other homework thing homework did to happen to me this week like, wait 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 when I did this become the Jesse yeah. show? I don't, when, did now, I? Hold on. Cut no. this dude
3: off. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. We're just giving you No, shit. no, no. This, this is crazy. Yeah? So as you guys heard a couple episodes ago, I was, I've was i been fighting my Nitro. My N5 it has an OS55 in it. Yeah. I think as of right now in the last three weeks, I've put three rings in that <laughs> heli and tried to break it in three times. And <laughs> every Nitro, time it it going lean and ruining a ring. So on this last rebuild... Last night, I realized there was a hairline crack in the case of the motor.
0: Aren't you so, an engineer, dude?
3: Yeah, well, no, and in, 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 I'm, I'm halfway there.
0: Well, come on, <laughs> don't
3: put words <laughs> in my mouth.
0: Touche, <laughs> <laughs> touche. So you found a leak, an air leak, which was causing you to go lean. Yeah,
3: exactly. Well, so the last weekend at the field, it went lean on me. I Tore the pipe off, saw that the ring was shot, and I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to start it up and find where this is coming from. So I saw that there was a little bit of fuel kind of misting out of the motor. And so I really started looking at it when I pulled the motor out last night. And sure enough, there's a crack all the way through. You can see it on the inside of the case when you pull the sleeve out.
0: Hmm. Freaking
1: crack will get you
0: every time. It does. Yeah, it just sneaks up on you, and pretty soon Track you're doing kill. an intervention, and and
3: I I just didn't think that was a feasible possibility, so I just hadn't that's really looked at the case you over did too carefully. Too many skid bumps.
0: Yes, yes, the skid, skid bumps. <laughs> bumps. Apparently, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that was exciting. What? What? I mean, no, it's that, good. That
3: right? was just a huge learning experience. Oh, for
0: me. I got you. Okay. Yeah, that's well. You're yeah. just a young guy yet. Yeah. There's there's more things for you to learn.
3: Yep, and just uh, keep adding them on.
0: And before we move on to Nick, uh, I got to ask Nick a question. He mentioned something the other day, and uh, this is in reference to Jesse. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned something, Nick, about what's that term when you uh, uh, Facebook crawling? Creeping. Facebook creeping. 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 So uh, Jesse, um, uh, you know, I don't really do my personal Facebook, been kind of using it more and more lately. uh, Decided to send Jesse a Facebook request, you know, a personal one. And so I did a little Facebook creepy. Oh no! <laughs> you,
3: you uncovered my past.
0: I don't. I don't get it, dude. I don't get. Did your girlfriend lose a bet? <laughs> uh, I don't understand. Cause she's What's not. It, she's not. It? Well, she, it. She's not half bad on the eyes, dude. I'm just saying. Did she lose a bet? Just say it. I don't get it. Nah. No, no, yeah. she didn't. Cause it's not your charm. Certainly not your wit. And you fly. <laughs> you fly a compass helicopters. So. That's yeah, three I'm strikes right, right there, you dude.
1: Are. She's freaking super cool, dude. I mean, she's awesome. She brings us oh, coffee yeah. out at the field oh, and everything. That's it's sweet.
3: Yeah. I, I, I like her. She came out to the field with me every single weekend.
0: That's yeah. It's pretty cool. It is. As far as girls go, that's all right, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gir- girly dudes. girls. So that leaves us with Nick. Mm hmm. The hell you been doing? Um, um yeah, you know what? I don't really care either. Let's move on. Yeah, no, oh, no, no. What do you, you notice that pause? I, was, I did notice I, that. Pause. I left you the pause. Did you? Yeah. Well, should we go into it? What do you think? Do you guys? Want um, to, do, or, it. Or do, you, do you want to tell Wait, me what you've been doing first, or, or what you've been? Yeah, doing? I'll, has, I'll go quickly. Has it been illegal, or what's the deal? Why, why are you nope, not one to tell? All me?
1: perfectly legal. Because I had one just like Jesse did, as you guys know. Um, I went through more sets of. Uh, clutch stack bearings that you could shake a stick at this season. Right. And I learned a very valuable lesson that mm-hmm. just because there is no adjustment in a component does not need that it might not need some.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. I found that my clutch stack problem was a mismachined clutch
0: belt. huh.
1: Yeah. Severely mismachined. <laughs> so not just Michael. a little bit. 5,000th out around at, like, at the starter shaft bearing, 5,000th there. Yeah. It was huge. Absolutely huge. And, and there's, you know, there's no adjustment for check and run out. It's not like you're putting together an old, you know, an old Stratus or a Fury or anything like that, where you've got all these, you know, yeah. <laughs> deals you got to adjust and check and everything. So it was kind of a good reminder that just because, you get stuff out of the box, it does need to be checked because I grabbed a new clutch bell and and I guess, yeah, well, yeah, who knows that one was so out around it it was bad, I mean real, real bad, and it's I feel pretty stupid that I'd let it go that long before I actually caught it, but you know you just don't think about it,
0: yeah, we don't call you Mr. digging in for nothing, no that's right <laughs> <laughs> I learn one way or the other, huh.
1: Yeah, so um, let's see what else. Yeah, me and Jesse, man, we had a great day last. So it was last Saturday flying. Uh, Saturday, that was just, yep. yeah, that was a hoot. Got to fly, um, put a whole buttload of flights on the Fusion with the new gears, and they're holding up awesome. Like no signs of wear at all. They're they're fantastic. So that's good that I can give a, a good report. It was also cool um, to have... Uh, This made me feel really good, and I mean, not that it really matters, because I love the way that they fly. But uh, we had Jesse fly my Fusion, and I had been just polishing up that last little bit of tuning um, on the SK540, and it was really cool to hear to hear him go, "Holy crap, this flies just as good as my V bar."
0: That's that's a good sign.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it does. and that, and that was my feeling as well, but it's really cool because I know that he's, you know, just spent the last, uh, what, how long have you been flying V-Bar now, Jesse?
3: Um, well, I'd flown V-Bar early on and then switched to B-Stacks and now I've been all V-Bar for about, about six to eight months now.
1: Yeah. So for him to go with all that flying, pick it up and just immediately start chucking it around. I mean, there was no hesitation on it. Didn't feel awkward or anything. That was, uh, that was pretty cool. So, yeah, I like that. And then, oh, he was pitching me, dude. He was pitching. (laughs) What is it? I love skid bumps, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're like my favorite thing. And so I'm (laughs) sitting there, (laughs) I'm flying the fusion. We're just having a blast. And I definitely did a skid bump. I mean, it was for once, I didn't drive it through the ground. But you did it, grab a whole bunch of negative collective. <laughs> oh, dude, I did. Yes, and it it was the perfect skid bump where you could tell that it touched, but no damage or anything. And what was that line that you used, Jesse? That, by the way, almost caused me to crash because I started crying. I was yeah, because we were so laughing hard. so hard.
3: It it was something like right when you did the skid bump, I was like, that's not fair. You just landed the heli and took off again. You just did two flights in one. he's <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> like, wait a minute, you just started
3: another flight. This has gotta
1: be it's my turn now.
3: You just landed. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so we started laughing and then my eyes started watering. It was cold, man. It was really cold. But it was it was a beautiful day. Sweet yeah. past that. Um that's it. I got my other five forty finally for the nitro, so we'll get that back in the air. And man, I don't think yeah. Uh, I think that's it.
0: Yeah, I don't know about you, Justin, but when I do I do I can do one skid bump and then nine hours of repair. <laughs> Yeah,
2: you know, I can do a couple of them, but uh, it doesn't take nine hours of repair, and I'm not
0: doing it on purpose.
2: <laughs> well, you got to... And, and it's usually after an auto. You
0: got to keep in mind... As well, you've uh, well, you pointed out, Dan. But Jackhammer, Poochie... Look, here's the deal. It's not necessarily nine, like, continuous hours, but, you know, I set the helicopter on the bench, stare at it for an hour, pick up a wrench, stare at it for half an hour... Look at the screw that I need to undo. Stare at that <laughs> for 15 minutes. So you know, you I mean, if I if, spend- if if I worked a little more fluently, then maybe 15, 20 minutes. But well, and you spend
2: two hours looking for the skid that you've got to replace, and right? the
0: wrench that I need to loosen the yeah. the bolt with. Now where was that? Hey, don't don't fucking don't mock my don't don't mock <laughs> my system, dude. Hey, dude, <laughs> I'm not mocking you. You've seen pictures of
2: my shit. Don't be wheezing on my joke. It took me three <laughs> hours to find the skid and the wrench.
0: Dude, I saw pictures, and uh, you know what? It, your place looks like the Pope had blessed it compared to mine.
2: Really? <laughs> you, know I mean? you saw my trailer, dude? Come on! <laughs> I saw your trailer in Othello, but ask Nick. Mine's not that clean.
0: No,
1: is his? Isn't? Is I just or, have this feeling the Dan still wins.
2: Oh yeah. For, for those of you who watched the HC video that Nick and I put out, the end part where I'm standing there in my garage talking, yeah, you know how long it took me to clean that, dude. <laughs> I <laughs> all right. You know what? I'm not. I spent two hours cleaning my garage to dude. put 30 seconds of video on there.
0: I got something that's going to just totally blow your mind. Are you ready for this? And and I'm not usually one to try to tell one-up stories, but this one I think does it. We were at Othello last when? Uh when was that? That was a month two months ago? September? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: The dirty clothes that I used at Othello, they're still in my trailer,
1: dude. Ooh. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> oh,
1: dude.
0: Now wait a minute, wait a minute. There was a jar of salsa? Oh, that's the first one, dude. That that, that I ate that shit long ago.
1: Okay, good. No,
0: no, we I threw that out finally. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was that 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 had been in my trailer. Um if you have to pause. Well no, it, before you answer. It's okay, so here's the pause. deal. We were in Othello in May of this year, the first Othello. And the year prior in July, I was at Helipros. The 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 second annual Helipros. I took that salsa to that event. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's wrong. I don't know, man. You know what I mean? So yeah, you win. Yeah. You, win. Yeah. you, you
2: win. That's right.
0: I, I don't have you any food have the products product. in my uh, in no, my shop. I got nothing. All right, so here we go. I've got some what I consider disturbing news. It's it, we're recording a day early tonight, which is no big deal. We that sometimes we have to do that. So uh, you know, about an hour before we start to record, I check things, various websites, whatever. I go to log on to Helifreak. so said I had a PM from Will James. And then, uh, so I clicked on it. And it went to this page that said, you have been banned. No reason specified Will James. So, you know, let's give you a little bit of background as to my initial yeah. thought why this happened. About, I don't know, Nick, was it? It was maybe two months ago or three months ago. Uh, Nick brought up a suggestion that said something about, wow, that that the HeliFreak user, Well, we, and we talked about it. Mm-hmm. They moved the hell and, and that's fine. They moved it to, buried it down in there. And that's, you know, that's their call. That's, that's fine.
1: Yeah, it really wasn't. I mean, it was no big deal.
0: No big deal. So, you know, it just, it got to the point where, you know, fifteen people would see it. It was buried so deeply. So we talked about it back then. And I, I wasn't I was like, eh, uh, you know. And as we as we continue to talk about these things, and I want to keep I want to let you listeners know that this is not an, this is not autocratic. When it comes to these types of situations, we discuss these things. This isn't this isn't Dan's podcast. I need you guys to understand that fully when it comes to decisions based on what's what we are going to do, we discuss them. So we did a few weeks ago. We discussed it again. And we discuss, we discussed the fact that we were getting five or six people, 15 at the most, 20, looking at that thread. And it does two things. First, it's useless to, to Will to have to take up that space mm-hmm. if only 15 people are using it. And also for us, from our point of view, is, well, if it's not really being used, maybe it's better if it's just really not there. Well,
1: yeah, it's perception.
0: Right. So, no no harm. I mean, in in my mind, it wasn't a, Mm -mm. you know, it wasn't a, anyway. So, fast forward to just today.
1: No, Um, you got to go back to like three, four days ago. We discussed it one more time. Right. And and I, I actually... Um, just so everyone is very clear. I was the one that said, you know, I think that we should just ask him if, um, you, you, politely, if he'll remove it. Right. Because, you, you know, I mean, hey, if you're going to go look and do research on a new heli and you go into Helicopter Brand XYZ Forum and it's a ghost town, that scares people away.
0: Right. There's right? no information And, and that's
1: Yeah. And, and everyone that, you know, we've been in contact notes. I'm kind of the one dealing with the advertising, the marketing of the, you know, of this podcast. So that's a concern to me. I don't want people to get a, you know, misperception of that. It's a ghost town. That's not good. So I politely, you know, just because of Dan's and Will's history. And we, it, again, we're all about not causing wave, not being personal on anything. I sent Will a PM. Politely asking him, thanking him for the support that we've gotten, and just saying, "Hey, you know, since it's really not getting used, we don't want anyone to think that the forums die or that the podcast is dying down because it's completely opposite. So, can you just pull it out of there now? Now you can go ahead and fast forward, Dan.
0: So, so we fast forward and, and keep in mind, guys, and look, you you guys who have been listening to the show for a while, I mean, you guys, you've you've had the opportunity to listen to me talk for hours, hundreds of hours, week in and week out. And, you know, just like anybody else, I, you know, everybody's got their little quirkiness and I'm sure I have mine. And I'm sure some of you guys have picked up on that. But I think for the most part, most of you can probably appreciate that I'm a fairly rational person. I don't really, you know, I try to be fair in my dealings with people and maybe you know, sometimes my decisions might seem short-sighted to some, but trust me, everything that I've done when it comes to this show has been methodically thought out, and decisions, sometimes not fun decisions, have been made. But it's all for the greater good of what, what we are doing here. So that being said, I think that most of you guys who listen it kind of was a long way around to saying I think most of you guys that listen can appreciate the fact that I'm not unlevel headed I, I don't generally uh, blow up at the seams and and create a disturbance so I didn't even contact will James uh, because the the reason I didn't is because knowing the past that I had had with will James I didn't uh, <laughs> I, I'm real careful about my forum interactions. I don't post a lot on Helly Freak. Whenever I do, it's really a benign topic. It's it's never controversial. I don't ever comment personally about anybody. And so I didn't even get a letter. I didn't even get... I didn't even make contact with Will. I didn't get a letter. All I got was a ban. <laughs> uh, and apparently a lifetime ban. And you look, and, 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 and here's where... You might be able to tell. I'm getting a little upset because, listen, I may a coped. Is that the right word? May have coped? But when you do that, when you throw yourself, and you're like, look, truce, whatever. I did that. yeah. And you guys, are, you know, I'm not going to rehash the past. The whole acid incident, I threw myself under the bus for acid, and it turned out to be a bad thing. I swallowed my pride, sent a letter, and I made my apologies. And I asked Will to do what he would, and he decided to let me back on the forum. But I got to tell you guys, this time, I am not going to do that. Because I didn't do anything. I didn't make any contact. I didn't say anything negative. I, I did nothing of the sort. And so, I know a lot of you guys like Kelly Freak. I can appreciate that. I really can. And I know there's a lot of good information and a lot of good people there. But what, what is this hobby coming to, guys? What is this hobby coming to when, when we as adults can't even have a civil disagreement? Why why do why do I, Dan, why do I have to acquiesce completely to the will of somebody else that considers themselves apparently the gatekeeper of the hobby the simple matter of the fact is i really enjoyed heli freak i i went on it every day i i kept in contact with a lot of you guys through heli freak and i that's not going to happen anymore cuz i i am not going to send an email i am not going to ask to say gosh i'm sorry will what can I do to make it right? I'm not going to do that because I didn't do anything. And I think if you guys want a paper trail, we'd be happy to supply it. Oh I, yeah. I mean, Nick's letter—he wrote it to—he read it to me. It, There's—it's completely civil, like adults do when they have a request. And if you disagree with the request, can't we not just discuss it like adults and say, "Whoa, whoa, wait—that doesn't look good for us, guys." Maybe we weren't considering Helly Freak's side of the story. That's that's great. But can we discuss it? Can we not act like rash Look, this whole the, the this country with this last election, it was just that same thing. Everybody was so busy being pissy about what everybody else was doing. We forgot what it's all about. Yeah. We just can't I don't understand, I guess, guys, and I'm frustrated. I'm I'm at my wit's end. I don't get me wrong, this isn't gonna be this isn't gonna derail me. And I do not feel that the future of RC Heli Nation has anything to do with the relationship with Heli Freak. I really honestly believe that. So I'm not concerned about. It. What makes me sad is there are a lot of people who really appreciate that site and great. I'm glad you do. There are a lot of people that got in contact with me through heli freak. And you guys aren't going to be able to do that anymore. And that I'm not going to lie that that's, it's a little, it's a little sad and it, all because of egos. And, um, I just, I don't know what more to say. I mean, I just, as you guys can tell, I'm, I'm frustrated. I, I just sit back in amazement at the politics of this hobby. I just don't understand what makes somebody do something like that without discussion or adult communication.
1: It's a big freaking pecker swinging contest, man. Dude, dude, it chaps me. I'll, I'll... I'll let you finish. When you're done, then I get to say my piece.
0: Well, you know, that's the thing. And and, and I, I think I've expressed my point and look and and I'm you know, just like anything else, I'm I'm not gonna go on a diatribe about evil Helly Freak. Helly Freak is no, a fantastic no, no. resource. There's a ton of people learn a ton of things from Helly Freak. And I encourage all of you to continue. I have no illusions that if Dan all of a sudden is having a problem with Heli Freak, that listeners of the show are going to be like, oh my gosh, it's us against them. It's not us against them, guys. We we are a community of Heli enthusiasts. We're all in this together. We all learn together. We, we have fun together. And that's really what it boils down to. So don't confuse my frustration with a revenge thing because there is... I don't have that in me. I I just, I don't, you know, it lies too short. Yeah. We've got too many things that we want to do for me to sit here and worry about what somebody at a forum thinks about me for whatever reason. Uh, you know, and if you happen to be one of those people that are, are thinking, Oh my God, that just sucks, Dan. And I'm going to, I'm going to say No, don't say anything, don't write any pms. Don't don't get involved, don't because you know what? It's just going to drag Ugh. everything it, it, down.
1: <laughs> yeah. You well, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> 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 you, you, you can't reason with with some people. You can't. And, and it's you know the part that here's where I, you know, my my view of it is actually it's similar, but it comes from a very, very different direction. You know, I started on Helifreak in 2009. I'm sitting at, what, 26, 2700 posts. And I would, uh, you know, bet my home that 2000 of those are help, technically helping people with problems. Right. So, I mean, I have put some serious dues into Helifreak. That was that. I mean, that was my forum. That's where I was. I never went over to run Rider. and you know, because it was a community, and I, and I was under the impression that that was the helicopter community. I mean, that was like that. That's the that's home. That's family, and, and that's what kind of upsets me so much is that I I can't even as an active contributing, I mean, massively contributing member to a forum which i mean really you can only read so many you know <laughs> you can only read so many well which one would you pick posts on the main page before you want to start pulling your hair out right what what keeps people coming back is is the help when they have questions so for me to put all that effort into Heli Freak, and again, I, I never did it, never wanted anything back out of it. I did it because I enjoy it. And that's the same reason I'm here talking to everyone right now. It's because I enjoy it. But to not even have the decency to to shoot me a PM back, that, I mean, that's a big slap in the face to me personally. I have done absolutely nothing negative towards Heli Freak. And if anything, I mean, have been far more of a contributor than just a leech. And that one, that was the big one to me. It's like, dude, really? I mean, hey, we, uh, you know, that's, I, I don't think you could have said it better, Dan. We don't view ourselves as against Helly Freak or against anything. We There, there is the Helly Freak group and there is the Run Rider group. And then I personally like to think, of the nation as kind of this big fog that has all of it in it.
4: Yeah. Because,
1: I mean, we, we joke about that thing of where, you know, we're the 99 percenters, but it's true. Uh, anyone that picks up a transmitter is family to us and you should get treated with some decency, you know, and a little bit of respect. Cause if that goes away, and if you just want to start slinging egos out, that's where stuff gets divided, and it's just too small. Of a, it's too small of a hobby to divide. It, it, it's wasteful. It's dumb. And and I mean, yeah, I don't particularly care for some of the things that are on Runrider, but at least the rules are clearly stated. Right. You can go on there, and and if you get pinked. Or, or you get a warning or whatever on RunRider, there is a very clear paper trail on why you got there. And, and I can respect that because, again, it's respecting me. It's putting out rules, sticking to those rules, and, and it's not just, well, what I feel like doing today. So, I I mean, I'm, man, I'm, I don't know. I, I'd like to say that I'm more tweaked about it than you are, but it's it's just really disappointing that that's me personally. Because, I mean, it's a, he's the one who got... <laughs> Dan didn't do anything. He got banned. I got nothing. I have the I still have the privilege, and I use that term because it's not my house. Someone else's house. So I have the privilege to post there, and I don't even want to anymore because I'm so disgusted by it.
0: And I also want to bring up one other thing because I in my past experience, I understand I I understand how things go down. And it was brought to my attention that Will made a post on that forum that we had there, that sub-forum, and he brought up something about, well, now that you have a forum, you don't need to use, Helly Freak. Well, that's simply wrong. I mean, we had that forum, and this is just details. We had that forum long before. Um, it's been there forever, and I've said it, and I even say it on that forum. This is not intended <laughs> to replace. Dude, we don't even post our own Show on that forum, and that forum <laughs> for, for all intents and, and purposes, that forum is done as soon well, as our webpage goes over to our new one, it's gone. And that's the irony, that is what I absolutely just love. That is, and
1: he's like, now that you have your own forum, you don't need to use heli freak anymore, Dan. And it's like, dude, if you only knew that that forum is gone literally any second now, like any second. The page will be switched over, and that forum's gone. So if if that's the, I mean, why lie? Why even say that that's what it's all about? Because if you took three seconds to go over there and click, he'd go, "Dude, this is a ghost town." Yeah, that's not that's not what it's a- and about. And guess and
0: guess what? We are using the same logic behind the reasoning of doing what we asked Will to do for the for our very for own, our own, own forum.
1: Yeah, we don't want it there because it looks like a ghost town. It's just yeah. Uh, whatever. So, I I can't believe it, but
2: you well, know, and there's no reasoning behind it either. I mean, wh- how no. are how is he put out by having that forum there, whether or not it draws traffic?
1: If anything, it makes his forum look better because it's, it's bigger and more. And
0: active. and look, I don't want to get caught up in the details of the yada yada this that in the forum, but that's not really the point. I just I know I I I understand what happens next. I've been down this road. Um. The only difference is, is this time, I'm I'm just going to stand above it because I am not going to engage uh, myself in the whys. I don't, you know what? I don't need to know why this time. I just don't uh, because I, I'm I'm at ease with what I've done. I know that I've not done anything wrong. So I'm, you know, I can't I can't post on that forum. You know what? I don't even know if I can look at the forum. Frankly, I don't care because I'm not going to anymore. But at the same time, again, guys, I'm not telling anybody to not use that forum. Obviously it's a fantastic resource. I mean, Nick has a lot of stuff in there. You mentioned a lot of helpful videos. We all love the finless videos. Oh man. We've all watched every one of them. (laughs) It's just the egos. When you, like Nick said, if you start swapping in egos, and any of you guys that have been to a big fun fly where there are a lot of egos, you know exactly what we're talking about. And we never like to spotlight that because that's not what the hobby's about.
1: And no, but I, I do think that it is something that is like the big hush hush. And that and that I will always pride us on being the ones to be able to say that we think it's just crap. It is. Yeah, that's not I where do. we're it at. It doesn't matter. And Jesse, I know it, you're still listening. You're still sitting here. You get a big <laughs> head now because <laughs> you're all Team Scorpion and Team Gen Z's. I'll, I'm going to teabag you.
0: Teabag. That's right. So as far as I'm concerned, guys, I've said my piece, and um, please consider it um, as I presented it, and don't get involved.
1: Yeah, just don't even. Don't. Don't bother with it because it's not, you know,
0: it just, y- yeah, it, it needs something needed to be said and, and, uh, I'm not going to try to get any kind of response. I'm not going to try to elicit any answers. Um, I'm going to move on with my life and we're going to move on with RC alienation nation and we're going to continue to deliver what we consider to be the best RC podcast in existence. And that's all there is to it. It's not going to deter, right. deter us, not going to deter us. Exactly. So, anyway, that was kind of a long, what have you been doing, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> do you feel
2: better now, though,
0: Dan? You know, I do feel better. I, yeah. I, I got to admit, you know, I um, when I first saw it, my heart dropped. I'm not going to lie. When I first saw that, I'm like, what? Well, it's it, a kick in the nuts, man. It is. But there are plenty of other forums out there. And, Truthfully,
1: uh, all I care is that our listeners know the truth, and they can be judged on it. I mean, dude, if, if I... If I get a whole pile full of hate mail tomorrow from people, I'm actually okay with that. Yeah. And if if you want to talk to me about it and you want to, you know, say that we're, you know, idiots for not going back or doing whatever, that's okay with us as long as our listeners know the truth on what happened. You're more than welcome to judge any way that you want. That's I mean, I encourage that. Absolutely. That's that's what the cool part about this hobby is, is you everyone's entitled to their opinions.
0: Whew. The yeah. demons have been exorcised <laughs> 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 And on that note I think maybe we should do some news I think we should probably So
1: Dan you know that Thanksgiving's coming up You know what that means don't you
0: Lots of turkey and football dude That's what that means No 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 no
1: the misses and all of her friends are going to be going out shopping.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know
1: what that means for us the next day? All Pass. Oh the fly. my god.
0: So remember guys, for all of your RC helicopter needs, go to helipros.com.
1: Absolutely, man. Get out there, get them ordered before don't wait.
0: Alrighty, guys, this week's news is brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. What do you got, Nick?
1: Alright, so Pulse has just released some new 7S 5000 milliamp packs. Uh, they are coming out in 45C and 65C, obviously, targeted for the 800 class, um, which I'm sure it coincides with the release of the Goblin 770 coming out soon, the Trekker and the Mikado extreme. So if you are a, uh, if you've had good luck with the pulse packs, then you do not have to switch to any other brand that is better. Cause why would you want to do that? No, just kidding. <laughs> That's so, <I'm> just <laughs> A
4: little disclaimer messing. on that one, maybe a little disclaimer um, on that one.
1: No, I'm just messing. Um, I got, I got to lighten it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So micro has got uh, a whole new, and I'm just going to lump this because you know what, how about this? I'm tired of saying this in the news. Everyone that has a 130X, go to Micro Heli Links, and KDE websites. (laughs) Browse through all of their upgrades because there are more upgrades for this helicopter, I think, than all the rest (laughs) of the T-Rex 450s on the planet. Oh my God.
0: Bookmark those pages, dude.
1: Dude, it is you can almost crazy. You can almost build a whole
0: entire new heli strictly by bling. Ay, 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 and that's that's this is this is why I don't like those small helicopters. Look. It caters to our weaknesses, it, which we are men and we like to bling stuff. Uh, exactly. Look, you buy a you buy a hundred and or what is I guess they're more than that now. They're what are they? Two seventy nine, man. And you end up putting another five hundred dollars into it. <laughs> you know? Book. And then by that time you could have bought yourself a five hundred. And it still smashes into the wall just the same. <laughs> and this, this time it bends. Instead of yeah. or, or the the aluminum bends instead of just flexing the plastic.
1: Yeah, for yeah. sure. So,
0: uh, NASA,
1: uh, for those of you multi rotor fans uh, who are, who are familiar, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, uh, hey, well, they're creeping. I know they are. They're creeping on us. That's What's
0: another one part? of those things that I'm just going to have to learn to accept. Jesse's compass. Um, what else? What else did we decide? What else did I just just accept, Jesse? Earlier, first was your compass. You can't post on heli Freak. I can't post on I'm just gonna have to accept, accept that. That, that. Now I'm gonna have to accept that multi rotor machines are just starting just, to become normal.
1: It it really is, and it's, right. I mean now NASA. So I mean they're hugely renowned in the multi rotor industry. Now they've got the NASA H out, which is an autopilot system targeted for two blade ahead regular helicopters. So they're they're creeping on it. They're actually saying that this thing is like full on. From novice to aggressive 3D, the NASA-H perfectly meets the needs of different flying
2: styles. Dude, so if they can nail it, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with because DJI has some really amazing stuff at really low prices yeah. in, in the multi-rotor scene.
0: Uh, on, yeah. to, on top of that, though, they have some really amazing stuff at some extremely exorbitant prices as well. Yeah. True. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they, true. Yes, they do. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. So this one... Um, this one, I, I don't, and oh, man, I am probably just going to get roasted for this. I'll be the um, first. Uh, I know. I'll I'll stick my neck out there. Sweet. I like so, that. Yeah, sweet. Good. Be I know. You, you've gotten clobbered enough. It's Nick's turn. <laughs> um, so, Spectrum released this limited or special edition DX18QQ. Oh, wait a minute. So... It, it, what i'm getting and man i'm just i know you guys are just going to kill me it's like i know it's coming i don't know this guy and and i'm sure that every single person that's ever like probably flown a plank just gasped choked and fell on the floor right now his name has far too many vowels <laughs> for me for, for
0: me to pronounce give it a shot give it a shot does anyone know how to pronounce this i want i want to hear you try it I'm the one I that usually butchers names. It's your dude, I don't want to because I feel really bad. I don't even have a freaking clue. It's like,
1: KK... <laughs> K- <laughs> S- Sumenzini, <laughs> Sumenzini. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds. what you call me off? You... Yeah, dude, that was horrible. Um, so they've got this Cute, special you. edition DX18. That's I mean, it's got some pretty cool features. Apparently, this guy and oh man. How's that saying go? Wise men say when that bottom-up big hole quit digging?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel like I'm just digging deeper. Apparently, this guy is huge in, like, uh, just in pioneering sport of 3D aerobatics and just kind of shaping the future of RC aircraft. I have no idea who he is, but he's got this special edition DX-18. Nice. Um, yeah, I feel really bad. It's got a bunch of cool features. I mean, it, it all comes with a special case and, I mean, the display cloth or the cleaning cloth for it. It comes with a special edition DVD. I mean, it's the bling of the bling if you're into that whole... If you're a real hardcore Spectrum person and you are considered getting one, I think it will it will be a really cool thing to own.
0: And I've got, another, it is- I've got another take on this. And I know okay. Justin picked up on this. You, you, right. say, you say that it's the 18 whatever QQ? Mm-hmm. So those of us... Who have yes, indulged in Dan, the gaming world?
2: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> do you under, do you know what QQ means in the gaming world, Nick? I'm sure you don't. No. QQ means cry more.
2: Cry more, bitches.
0: Yeah. So whenever someone's complaining, you just type in QQ. Yep. It means, it means cry more. So I just thought I'd... We are on the them.
2: exact same page, Dan. <laughs> and, and I mean, okay. So well, hold on a second. I've got a couple of questions. First of all, what's on the special edition DVD? Why would you give someone a DVD with a radio? And ultimately, what Spectrum's angle with this? Hasn't the DX-18 been well, out hey, for like one, one year now? hey, one question at a
0: time, and let me tell you, it's it's got the uh, director's commentary on the special edition. <laughs> 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 Probably in a
1: language that we can't understand, because God knows if I can't pronounce his name, I'm not going to be able to understand
2: it. <laughs> oh, I'm Certificate gonna so of Authenticity personally signed by...
0: <laughs> <laughs> go for it come on do it do it
2: i want to hear it uh,
1: qu- wait okay wait wait if you're gonna say his name you need background music when you say it so i'm gonna let you start all right here we
0: go
2: okay QE quay Somanzini is it on the is this,
0: is it on the show notes
2: what well, the, the, the name
0: th- so i can try to pronounce it oh yeah is it is it on the news yeah. notes? Absolutely, yep, all right, let me take a look here. just just take and throw
1: a bunch of Q's and eyes and E's out on the table, mix them up, and try to make something of it
0: oh, i'm gonna Perfect. i'm gonna nail it, dude, queeque i'm gonna nail it queeque. this, poor dude. this poor dude never had a chance oh wow <laughs> yeah, oh wow uh it's uh it's it's cu que- que- <laughs> Quee- <laughs> Watch your mouth, man. Uh, This is a family show. (laughs) Cuckoo. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, that's what it is. It's, I don't know.
1: Okay, so, okay. I got to back up a little bit because I'm going to... Okay, so here's the deal. This guy is pretty much, like, credited with creating 3D, which that's... I mean, that's pretty impressive. He's a... 21-time Argentine uh, national champion.
0: So for planks.
1: Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. flying in uh, competition at 79 at the age of 12.
0: Uh, So we actually need to show this guy a little bit of respect.
1: Yeah, no, we really do. And that's why I know I'm going to get a bunch. But it says right here, um, I mean, he is credited with the invention of so-called, quote-unquote, 3D flying, characterized by tight loops, rolls, and hovers at little to no forward airspeed. Very nice. Yeah, world champions in like anything and everything. And he's a Spectrum Pilot.
0: Did you give him the spelling? Let's give him the spelling just so people understand that we really honestly are not trying to butcher his name. No. It's it's Q-U-I-Q-U-E. That's the first name. Last name is S-O-M-E-N-Z-I-N-I. So write that down and then don't send us any hate mail for butchering that name.
1: No, because I don't. I just wouldn't even know where to start, yeah. obviously.
0: <laughs> Sweet. What else you got?
1: Yeah, wow. So um, let's see. That was it. That's
0: it for news, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was cut. Oh no. no wait. No. Excuse me. Oh, I was so close. And you know what? They almost got they almost slipped it by me. What's that? But oh yes. Because it is my lifelong goal to make fun of goblin, as we know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so it. <laughs> um, there is an, an official recall, I do believe. <laughs> Not Well, maybe recall might be a little bit of a...
0: That's a little you know, harsh, maybe.
1: A, a little strong word. But uh, Here we go. I'll just go ahead and read this so people can't say that I uh, got this one wrong. Um, uh, attention, HPS conversion kit owners. It has been brought to our attention that the Bolts part number HC062 uh, included with some kits, have a head that is 0.2 millimeters larger in diameter than normal, basically saying it does not fit correctly. So use your old bolts from the old kit, or you can use some sandpaper sand to reduce <laughs> the diameter of the head on
0: the new bolt. That's exactly what I want to do with my brand so new So in album. this upgrade kit
1: will come um, two bolts, a little piece of sandpaper, <laughs> and the piece of uh, uh, tape, I do believe it was, to shim the tail boom, and
0: their undying apology. And their undying apology. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, so just make sure you pay attention to that if you get the new, or I still can't say new with a straight face. If you get the uh, recently released head from Goblin. <laughs> oh, all the Goblin. Oh, all the Goblin owners, you got to just hate me.
0: I think we have too much fun doing this show. I know. How ought to be a law against It's
1: supposed to be fun.
0: Is that it for news then?
1: That that is it. I got
0: some. Oh,
1: oh,
0: Oh, yeah. Can't shut this guy up, dude. Dude,
2: (laughs) this this one this one is actually pretty darn interesting. So, you guys may have seen some recent news on this little uh, micro UAV that's actually modeled off of a real dragonfly, like the insect. Oh, so there is this company. um, I think it's a I think it's a startup company. It's called TechJet. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's it's T E C H and then J E C T, and it's out of the um, the uh, robotics and intelligent machines department at Georgia Tech, the university in Atlanta. And this thing has been designed to basically do everything that an actual dragonfly can do. Okay, it's about six inches long. It's twenty five <laughs> grams. <laughs> don't go there I'm not I'm not I promise
0: I'm not (laughs) um it's got a
2: (laughs) yeah it's got a 250 milliamp uh lipo battery and it can hover it can fly in all different directions up down left right backwards it's got the agility of an actual uh, or rather the speed of a of a fixed wing but it has the agility and um aerobatic capabilities of an actual helicopter and so, what they're doing here, they're they're marketing this across like a bunch of different industries. They want to use it for aerial photography, gaming, um, research, civilian security, and then military reconnaissance. Of I course, I
1: like that civilian security. That's a polite, very polite way of spying on your. I'm saying, yep, I'm spying. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So, so they've got four models. Um, of increasing complexity with different sensors and whatnot. I won't go through the details, but you guys should really check this out. It's, it's pretty interesting. They're doing a thing right now on a um, crowdfunding site called Indiegogo, where if they, um, if they get $110,000 worth of pledges, then for the pledge amount that you give, you can get actually one of their introductory models and they're each a different price and it's at like a significant discount compared to what retail will be. So the top end one is supposed to retail at 1500. If you pledge 400, they'll they'll effectively sell you that one because you've put money towards their startup
1: if they get it going.
2: And That's they the have thing. because oh, they if have. you look at the website, they're already up to about $146,000. Wow. So they made their mark. There are about 45 days left until uh, the end of this year, which was their cutoff. So if you guys are interested, the cheapest pledge is 100 bucks for the alpha model, and they're going to start shipping these out, I believe, summer of next year. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I may actually throw a couple of bucks in the pot and just see what this thing's all about.
0: So, Justin, I got to ask. Yeah. Is uh Is this kind of stuff like porn to you? Yeah, a these, little these bit. Tech so, like, <laughs> so, like when the they showed the release that video of the of the quads swim or uh, flying in unison, flying through the holes and shit. Is that just like? Oh, is that just like you? Is that like porn for you?
2: Dude, I had to pause it like two or three and, times. And, and
0: on top of that, <laughs> is that enough, or is it like the reach around for you to get the literature <laughs> on the research? Does that finish it off for you, or is that like? Is it the full meal deal
2: or is it just a teaser? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It gets me excited. That's for sure. I bet. No. It's Nerdgasms <laughs> all around. Nerdgasms.
0: <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. Anything else? Uh, how about How about you there, Jesse? You're being quiet today.
3: I got nothing.
0: Ugh, dude.
3: I didn't get any notes today. They're no no talking tomorrow, points from Dave
0: so. today? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I'm, a bit, I'm a little bit put out, so
3: we're going <laughs> early.
0: You're going to have to get on about this. God damn it, dude. I, I got to have talking yeah. points.
3: Yeah, they're going to have to be here by Wednesday. I need
0: some more compass propaganda. (laughs) (laughs) All righty, guys. This week's news has been brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine.
4: Hi, this is Dieter with your SAB Goblin 60-second tech tip. All right, this week I've got some novelty tips on various uses for some spare broken parts for all of you guys. First tip is for those of us in the north who have to deal with the snow. A broken blade is a perfect little ice scraper to get the ice off of your car. So if you keep a cracked blade on hand and use it to brush the snow off, it covers way more area and works way faster than the traditional ice scrapers. You can attack those old bent link arms with a dremel tool and fashion yourself a nice little toothpick if you'd like. You can also use old main shaft and bearing block as a napkin holder. A good use for old bent tail booms or flybars is to use them as a pointer for presentations at work. Cracked canopies can make for a great Halloween mask. And if you happen to be barbecuing, old fly bars can be used as hot dog skewers. And clean main rotor blades work great as spatulas for flipping those burgers. Just make sure you clean it off first. And finally, if you have an old broken set of night blades that still light up, I have two words for you. Lightsaber battles. This has been your SAB Goblin 60 Second Tech Tip. Find out more at goblin-helicopter.com.
0: So we've got an interesting topic today, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and let Nick introduce it, and uh, we're just going to go from there. Yeah,
1: we had uh, one of our listeners, Larry, we really appreciate, um, I appreciate you sending me this email. He, he brought up a really cool point that I had never really thought about, but I think is huge. I mean, every single person who flies can can relate to this. He said... How quickly does a person lose trust in a brand um, or individual model or part? Um, And if so, will they ever use that brand or product again? And I think what he's trying to get at is like, you know, let's say you have, you're out flying your, I'm just going to use the line, for example, and you've got your DS610 servos in there, right? You're out flying wrong and you have a servo fail not your fault, just fails, boom, you crash. How many instances does it take for you as an individual to lose faith that I'm not running those again? It's it's amazing. And I think it really varies from person to person and like individual product and the stuff that people come up with for like reasons why it's just crazy. Like for me, I'll, I'll throw a DS610 in anything. And I've had over the years, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of flights. I think I've had one, one or two fail on me. Didn't even think anything about it. Bought a new one of the same exact one. Put it in and flew it. Right? Right. But then I had a 450 Sport that I bought that on the second flight had a DS410 go out mid-flight. I mean, the thing was two flights old. I'm out there flying around like, woohoo, all right. Had one go out. Bad. <laughs> I will never ever buy one ever again. I mean, is that fair? No.
0: Well, here, here's here's my take on it. There's two. I have two viewpoints on this, um, and I think most people probably do as well. If you have, if you have, let's say, for example, you mentioned the the six tens. A lot of us, a lot of us have flown those for a long time without any issues. Mm-hmm. I think if you're if you're flying them and and uh, it's been a hundred flights and something goes wrong i i don't necessarily think that you're looking at that as a as a flawed product but i do think that what happens is if you get a new unfamiliar product and something immediately goes wrong i think that is where the bias starts and it could i mean it does that make sense to you guys yeah oh absolutely yeah, because if and I'm not even saying I do that because, see, in my experience, I have found that when my mistakes happen, it's never really the fault of the part. I can honestly say um, the, the Bergen was the only helicopter that I continually had problems with when it came to parts not functioning. Um, but most every other crash that I've had on a maiden or the first few flights have simply been... You fucked up, Dan. You did something wrong. You connected something wrong. You, you, you drove the servo too hard or you bound the servo when you were doing the setup back in the fly bar days. You guys remember we all had, had to really be careful, you know, uh, plugging in your servos and, and not disconnecting any of the bell crank links or anything like that. And you drive a servo Oh yeah. and you're not really paying attention. The next thing you know, the servo's dead. You're like, what in the hell is going on here? And you blame it on the product in my experience. So I don't necessarily really have that issue, but see, I, I, my take on it is from more of a beginner's take is that I am unfamiliar enough with some of this stuff, with most of this stuff, that I just assume from the get-go. If something goes wrong, it's because it's something I did, not necessarily a fault of a manufacturer or a product.
2: And see that that's a really honest position to take. And I don't think a lot of people do
0: (laughs) Very um, because
2: I I think everyone can say this, that they've read posts in the forums where someone comes on saying they had a problem and they've got a theory behind it and people go through and uh, obviously people in this hobby are very helpful. Like we've talked about before, you know, you ask questions, you're sort of diagnosing it and trying to solve the mystery for your fellow heli buddy. And the answers that you get lead you to believe that this person's done something wrong, but yet they don't want to admit it. Right, and and um, it's not the product all the time. It's it's the it's user error.
0: And and let's face it, <laughs> you can go. There used to be this forum that I used to visit all the time, and um, I actually saw a post on this particular forum that I used to visit all the time that said he was this guy was talking about. And I would give you a link, but I don't have access to that link anymore. Um, It had to do, and, you know, a lot of people like to complain about align parts. And these are the types of threads that truly drive some of these issues that are necessarily sometimes non-issues. And let me give you an example. The guy's talking about, they're talking about aligned helicopters. A guy makes a pretty bold statement, says, I've built over 150 helicopters, line helicopters. And every <laughs> kit that I've built, I have had to replace at least 50% of the parts with new parts. And he goes on to, to ensure everybody that he's an expert. Who's he can, trying to convince? Himself? Or those who are reading? The simple matter of the fact is, look, I don't care that I'm calling bullshit on that.
1: Oh yeah, and that is where <laughs>
0: that is where a lot of these problems come up. I mean, we hearken back to the to the castle creation stuff, and obviously, mm-hmm. we all know they had a problem. But even when that problem started, we started seeing less and less of it. It didn't matter if there was the word fire or smoke in the description. What was the first question?
2: Is it a castle?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But you it know what's stuck.
1: weird? You know what I find really fascinating is that you can be sitting there and and read just, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of reported failures. I mean, the, the evidence is all there. And we're not even talking like, you, you know, just uh, subjective, like actual evidence, pictures of helicopters lit on fire, hundreds of them. And- for me it's like eh, yeah well mine's working i mean eh, yeah i don't i'm not I, you you don't get to that point to to taking it off but then justin now i know you've been there oh dude once it happens to you oh my god it's the end of the world oh this stuff is just the biggest
2: <laughs> pile of crap dude so i it's, had it's i had yeah well okay so here's my story i had a castle 80h v or was it an 80 or was it? A, I, I don't remember which size it was. It was a 120, wasn't it? Yeah. It burnt down my Logo 600. I mean, I'm talking like pulling it into a hover, first 30 seconds it gets off the ground and flames start coming out of the top. Sweet. Um, <laughs> I, I was a little pissed. Uh, I'm not going to lie. And <laughs> what did I do? I pulled all the castles off of all of my helis and I vowed never to use them again. Well, okay, you know, you fast forward a year and a half, and uh, like Nick said, it's not like they weren't paying attention. Castle made it right; they fixed all their stuff, and now I'm flying castles on my helis again.
1: Yeah, and and what? So, okay, going back to the, you know, the question that Larry had is, what does it take to get you to use it again?
0: Who for me? For me, that is just simple you know when it, especially the castle stuff and um and and guys we are not defending castle and you have your own opinion on on how they handled the situation that is not what we're talking about i mean um that's got nothing to do with it but the simple matter of the fact is i had castles on when i was flying electric helicopters on everything and all this stuff was happening and i didn't have any issues um but i'm not going to lie there was a part of me going do i really want to risk this so i you know i just i just think you've got a way i don't know that there is is an answer to that question nick i think maybe you just have to use your judgment and um roll the dice and sometimes you win sometimes you lose i know that sucks but i don't know that there really is is i don't know there is a way to well, it's regain tough trust
1: because i think that that's where we end up like, uh, unfortunately, and I do say this as very unfortunately because of the amount of the ratio of crap to quality is, is pretty high. But I think that's where a lot of us end up relying on the forums for that. Like, if I was actually to lay out, like, the components that have, I, I have had fail, dude, I have the weirdest list, the, the most opposite list of everything that you would think of, I've had fail. I had two Contronics pop right out of the box in a row. I mean, we're talking about like, I, I just, you know, whoa, whoa, your Contronic fail? Oh, whoa. I mean.
0: Yeah. It, people it's gets, like people start just, getting offended. and It's like you just cursed at the Pope. <laughs> yeah. You,
1: you know, and, and it was like, oh, well, you must be doing something wrong. Uh, no, actually, I'm not. And, and I've had, I've had, <laughs> I mean, what six seven i've never had a castle fail but i've had three scorpions and two contronics fail
2: well uh, let's let's put it this way nick is so cursed when it comes to speed controllers that my speed controller failed because of him <laughs> yeah <laughs> it didn't yeah. even belong to him and it went up in flames
1: yeah so but yet Still, what, what I think Clary's getting at is kind of fascinating is that in my mind, and this is really twisted, in my mind, I view Contronic a better unit than Castle. Yeah. And that's pretty weird because I think that's that whole, how in the heck could I possibly think that? Because I've never had a Castle fail. I've always actually had great luck with them, yet I had two Contronics fail. Right there.
0: You know, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna, I'm gonna force Jesse into this conversation because I remember uh, this summer when we were at HeliPros. I don't know what Jesse, you were using, but you I remember? was at
3: Castle the Ice Two One Twenty. Well, here's
0: a prime example, and Jesse, maybe you've got a better insight at this particular juncture than the than the than, than we do because you just recently experienced this. You were going through issues where this thing was not acting properly, and you. You were not happy about it, I remember, and you guys were trying to figure out what's going on. There had to be some sense of losing faith and I just need to get something else onto this helicopter. Is that what you ended up doing?
3: Yeah, exactly. Now I have a a Contronic on my seven H V and the castle is no longer on there. But yeah, I mean it's yep. extremely frustrating. You know, you're trying different firmwares, trying different settings. Just but you know, he you're did trying pull. everything, just pulling your hair out over this and
0: Okay. So you had these issues. Yep. What would it take for you, Jesse, just recently going through this mm-hmm. to maybe regain trust in those particular components you were using? Is it just confidence in what people are saying? You're going to the forums and you're not seeing, uh, you know, you're, you're seeing less and less negative threads about a particular product. You're like, oh, maybe I'll give it another whirl. Is that what it'll take?
3: Yeah, exactly. Well, and I actually, I'm going to be putting a castle on my, uh, the warp that I'm going to be building if I ever get one. And, uh, you uh, in two thousand. yeah, I mean, basically castle took care of it. I mean, they were, I mean, great customer support, which that speaks. And, um, That's basically, yeah, I mean, they, they made it right. So that, that speaks very highly and that, looks very good on their part. And, you know, that kind of brought the faith back when they, when they make it right.
0: And Jesse brings up a good point, you guys. Let's say, for example, you are having a problem with any component. I don't care what, what you're talking about, a governor, it doesn't matter. You experienced this problem. Hopefully you got through the problem without major damage because obviously that's really going to taint your view. But let's say you did, you were able to auto it down, whatever. Does how the manufacturer handles that problem, is that going to help you to decide whether or not you're just done with that?
1: Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, oh
1: man, I'll, I'll almost, I'll almost keep trying it to the point where it's just flat out stupid. If they're trying, which makes no sense. But do that, you, do you guys,
0: looking back, hindsight's twenty twenty. Looking back, do you think that's where Castle went wrong and possibly ended up creating a lot of negative press for themselves? From that standpoint,
2: yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I can remember having conversations with Castle on the phone when a couple of mine had an issue and they said, well, you know, that's, that's interesting because we haven't heard of that before. Yeah. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. They, they've, they've stepped it up like Jesse said, and that, that changes everything. If they're willing to support you, then like Nick said, I'm willing to go the extra mile. And, and me in particular too, because I, I feel the need to make sure that I try everything and, and rule out the fact that it was my error that caused it. I try not to dismiss products too, too easily.
0: And let me just add, just so the listeners can understand, when Justin says he's tried everything, <laughs> there has been no, no, no stone left unturned. <laughs> the detail at which this guy analyzes this stuff just from his professional standpoint, what he does for a living, it just requires immense amount of detail. And that's, and so when Justin tells you he's looked at something in detail, you don't have to even question because (laughs) it's been examined. And he'll be,
1: I mean, he, it's kind of cool. And one thing that I really respect is that he'll, he'll, until it's actually happened to him, he'll stand by it. I mean, without an issue, we saw that with, uh, all oh, those, the Hyperion tail servos with the tail tail servos. Yeah. That's I right. kept, man, I was telling him these things are just chicken crap. Get that thing off of there. I've had nothing but problems. I flew the high voltage cyclics. They were squishy. They were soft. I put on some other, some BLS four fifty ones, and it was like night and day. Well, you know, I just, mm, I'm really not. And he, continued because he hadn't experienced it yet. And that's what it took. Yeah,
2: right, right up until a couple of months ago, actually.
0: And, mm-hmm. and I I don't want to change the subject, but before we end the show tonight, I kind of want to address what you just said, Nick, but I want to move on first. When you guys are, were, are dealing with these issues, when you rule out your own possible mistakes, do you run? I, well, I know you guys don't, but what really kind of pisses me off about it is people just run straight to the forums. Oh yeah. And and without question. So how, how productive is that? Do you guys think? I mean,
2: (sighs) that that's, you know, that's a really good point, Dan, because so, yeah, first of all, I wouldn't do that, but a lot of people do. Um, and, and the problem with that is, is that it, it skews the view, um, for other people, I mean, uh, it's the typical forum attitude where people like to complain. And when people are happy, they don't want to waste their time telling people they're happy more often than not. And that's why you see an overabundance of complaining and whining about particular products that may, it, it may, um, uh, overblow the situation or exacerbate the situation. It's not really all that bad, but these are people who are impatient or didn't want to figure it out. They had one problem. They go to the forums and they just spew garbage about how that particular product is crap. I think there's another side to that, though, because like I've seen some pretty
1: big. Oh, OK. Uh, take edge blades, right? They're good blades. I mean, they're darn good blades. Yeah. Yet they went through a massive spurt with tailblade problems. Oh my God. Now, oh
2: yeah, I do remember that.
1: Okay, so here you've got a really good, reputable brand that if, if people were afraid to do that, I, I mean, there was like nothing. And all of a sudden, one person was like, dude, you know what? I got a set of jacked up tailblades from Edge. And at first people are like, oh, well, edges just, I've Mm -hmm. been running edges. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know what, man? I've been having this vibration. And dude, it was the last thing I ever would have checked with some bitch. Minor way out of balance too. Well, you know what? That just holy cow. Well, now wait a minute. Here's another one. So that one guy stepping up and, and saying something, you know, against uh what is you know at, at that time was like whoa well, you can't say anything bad about Edge because this was when they were in like their peak they it was the coolest of the cool to be flying Edge right you know it took that one person to get it started and it ended up unearthing a a, a really kind of a widespread problem
0: well I can appreciate so, I can appreciate that and I wanna I wanna remind I well I don't wanna remind because you were there don't need to remind you when we were talking about safety mm-hmm. and confronting someone who maybe isn't, maybe you should let let somebody else do it. But if you do, it's all in the presentation. And this is where I think it goes so wrong so quick so many times, is the presentation of the problem goes from what could be a productive, civil conversation, and the next thing you know, you've got 10 pages of just silliness. And out of those 60 replies to what may be a legitimate issue. There's maybe only two or three that are actually pertaining to the issue.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point you bring up, Dan.
1: It's tough, man. I mean, you can just give, yeah, okay. you can give a good product, a bad rap and just a heartbeat. I mean, one post can, and you know, when you, when you click on that forum and you go in that sub forum to go check something out, if the first post sitting at the top has got 50 replies on it and it says broken flight in it or something like that, that can be all that it takes. And it doesn't matter if it took 38 posts to discern the fact that the guy was a retard and didn't know how to set his stuff up right. Right. You, you just tainted that name.
0: Well, let me ask you guys this. Uh, let's say you're in the market for something and you don't know anything about it. And you happen across the forum and you happen to be the guy that read that first post. Should we let that affect our decision?
2: Uh, like you said before, it depends on the presentation, Dan. That, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I do that all the time. I'm always interested in different things. I go and research the crap out of it. And I mean, I read the every different forum and review until it drives me nuts. And at the end of the day, I'll step back and say, okay, you know, of the negative comments that are provided, how many of them are actually reasonable and not not more likely to be someone just being completely incompetent? Yeah, yeah you so really. I think it have depends to. on the situation.
1: Yeah, because like if you, dude, if you went in the BeastX forum on Helifreak, you would think that that's like the worst fly barless controller on the planet because the whole every time the whole front page is just riddled with people having problems. Yeah, <laughs> V, <laughs> v- bar too, Nick. Oh yeah. Well, there. Okay, there's an. Oh, all right. There. I, I will bring that up. There's another one, that V bar is the the coveted right, the god of all god. Everything's mm-hmm. compared to V bar.
0: The alpha omega.
1: Right. It is. It is. It. Kyle Dahl flies it. So that must be it. <laughs> right. Um. Mm-hmm. Yet I have seen more V bar sensor failures than any other fly bar system.
0: I had one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, you know, and I think, um, that's I, tough. Well, I also think that when you're looking at these threads and, and, um, the complexity of the system of whatever it is you're looking at getting should play a huge role in your filtering process of whatever you're looking at, because, uh, let's face it, there's a big difference between complaining about a blade or complaining about a fly system. I mean, you've got an issue with a blade should be very easily uh, documented Mm -hmm. photos, pictures. But when you're complaining about something that that's way more complex, there's too many user variables that inevitably are never brought up. I mean, whenever you see someone really going off on a, on on a particular uh, product, there's so much information that we just, either either is conveniently left out or for whatever reason the starter of the thread decided it's irrelevant to the situation. Well, even just naive like Justin got he, I'm going to
1: use your furion, Justin as an example. He, he yeah, bought the furion it. and this guy would have, I mean, I read through the thread he showed it to me. This guy was legitimately, and, and I believe this, I believe that this gentleman was proud Truly proud of this helicopter and how awesome that it was. I mean, it he was. says, oh, this is my baby. This this thing is absolutely incredible. Justin got it.
2: And oh, my God. <laughs> it, it was rough, man. I had to take the entire. I mean, generally speaking, when I buy used, I'll take it apart anyway just to check the major stuff. But every time I went to another part, it was like, oh man, there's stripped threads here. There's some kludge to hold this together. It it was it was a it was an eye opener. I mean to say when the you, least. And, and so
1: that just goes to show, yeah, this guy could be out flying. Right. I mean, with with servo horns that he had <laughs> he had trimmed off the end of the horns so close to the servo ball that you could actually see the threads.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. They were
2: seconds from coming out.
1: This would be the kind of guy, though, that would go out there and put this new fly parlor system on there, go out, and, you know, the thing would roll over mid-flight. Oh, that thing's garbage. Yeah, mine went bad mid-flight. Yeah. And you'd never know. And And that's the reputation that that product would
2: get. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, the mechanical level on the swash was off by so much that the, the swash plate at quote unquote level was pitched forward, like forward elevator by like five or 10
0: degrees. Yeah. I actually got a 700 recently that was very similar to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. So, uh, I want to bring up, a something that happened a long, long time ago and you guys may or may not remember this. Um, there was a guy from Thailand and and his name is totally escaping me but he was a Kasama guy and he just built this brand new Kasama and he put a V-bar on it and he had video of the maiden flight and uh, this was back I believe still yeah it was still 4.0 V-bar back when you had your ardent V-bar defenders I mean just ridiculously militant <laughs> defenders like so, compass guys. Like <laughs> compass guys. So you've got you've got um you've got Sorry. you've got this video of this guy doing a maiden flight. Uh, everything's going fine. He's just doing some some relatively high flybys and all of a sudden the aileron just kicks in and it starts doing this aileron spin. Like tumbling like a barrel roll all the way to the ground. I mean, it's on video. I mean, you can see it flying perfectly for <laughs> for a number of minutes. Um, and then this brand new Kusama, which we all know are very expensive helicopters. Obviously, the guy was pissed. But he he did address it and not a – he was of the impression that somebody should help him out with the cost of replacing some of these parts. And I don't know. Was he right? I, that's a whole other story. But – I remember that being a, a very pivotable—pivotable? Pivotable. <laughs> Stick around. I'll make up some more words. You should have just rolled with it. I, I
1: wouldn't have caught it.
0: Uh, I remember it being an issue in a lot of forms. People were questioning, oh, it had to have been something. It was, how What? How did you have it mounted? It, it, what, what tape were you using? Well, they sent, he sent the machine or sent the, everything into— uh, Mikado, sure enough, the the sensor had failed, and that was kind of at the start of the failing sensor issues they were having. And um, he was belittled and, in fact, got banned because he got tired of defending himself. He's like, look, guys, there's, there's the video. I don't know what to tell you. I feel like it was flying fine, and then all of a sudden it went crazy. So it does kind of go both ways, and Nick does have a point. How are we going to know about these issues if no one – Speaks up. But I think, guys, if you are going to do that, you know, it's all in your presentation. Yeah. And it goes back to kind of what we were talking about a little bit earlier. Let's communicate like adults. I uh, The the sad part about it is, well, I don't know. Is it a sad thing? I mean, let's face it. There's a lot. You know, there was a time when this hobby was kind of populated by, you know, your older mid-30s and up the hobby's getting a lot easier for people to get into that's great it's growing but there are a lot of younger people that maybe don't know how to communicate very well i don't i don't know and i'm certainly not blaming it blaming it on <laughs> you younger guys out there cuz i'm just i'm just that's an observation that i'm making
1: well with experience in the hobby comes understanding that you make more mistakes as an individual than usually the components
2: do <laughs> That's a good point, Nick. And that that was something that I wanted to bring up is do we see do we see particular products having a negative bias towards them? Like a line, for example, it's the box standard helicopter. Everyone moves up to an align when they're ready to go to collective pitch, or at least recently that's been the case in the last few years. And mm-hmm. so you've got a lot of new people that fly a line. And maybe because they, they don't have that experience in the hobby like you're talking about, they have more issues with the heli because of their lack of understanding, not necessarily their fault, but they're still learning, than are actually attributable to the components or, or the, the heli itself. And so what ends up happening is you get this, this coloring of a line as being, or at least among the new people, being, yeah, it gets the job done, but it's a piece of crap. And how many of us have gone through that? I'm raising my hand right now where I flew a line for a while and said, you know what? I can't take it anymore. This thing's a POS. I'm moving up to bigger and better brands. And after you circle through all the brands, Mikado, you know, uh, Synergy, Shape, all of them, um, you get back to realizing once you've got the experience and you've got the flight skill that these lines. Really aren't all that bad. And you can beat the crap out of them just like you can on any other heli. It's just the experience that gets you there.
1: I agree with that I, completely. Yeah, I've actually had more problems with all of my other helicopters. I'm yeah. Trying to think. I'm sure there's one that I have. No, I take that back. Uh, the one that Jesse's got, my N5C that he has, I never had one single problem with the C. Never. Ever just flew the ever living crap out of that, but uh, I mean, truthfully, I've had issues with all the other ones and the aligns, they'll have an issue every now and then, you know, like this clutch deal, but it's not like it kept me from flying all summer. And yeah, yeah I don't know, yeah,
0: yeah, I don't know, guys. I think, uh, I th- personally, <laughs> I think align people are people that, that really dog on a line a lot. Uh I think that mainly comes from people feeling they need to have a nonconformist attitude. The same reason some people don't like to sign up to Facebook. You know, it's just what people are doing and I'm not gonna do that. I don't I'm not a sheeple, you know. Well, it's
1: an excuse too. That's the other thing. Oh, I can't f if I'm gonna get back I'm the people think that the helicopter is what's holding them back. Dude, I saw a video today. I'm going to have to find it and actually put it up. I'm going to put it up on our Facebook page, too. I don't know who this kid was or nothing. Just popped up on my Facebook page today. Flying mode one, a, a fly barred 500. I mean, this is the one that everyone, oh, I need, I need a bigger because it's just, it's holding me back. I need better. One of the most amazing flights in a gymnasium I've ever seen. I mean, uh, this this guy gives Kraus a run for his money. It's that impressive. Wow, like so Kyle
2: Stacy style. Yeah,
1: in in a gym. I mean, uh, pyro flips, pyro circuits, pyro walls of death. I mean, I'm like, oh, are you all mode one, two? And I'm sitting there going, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, flying like a an old JR 770 gyro. <laughs> and I'm going. Well, that's humbling. <laughs> yeah. So so I really need that new uh, ultimate motor that I want. Yeah. yeah. Probably not.
0: I think guys, basically, you know, if you if you've got a problem, just present it logically and without emotion. I think you'll find it'll get you further. And get mm-hmm. you more help. Absolutely.
1: And it's- if it's working for you, then just roll with it. I, I mean don't don't get caught up in, in brand names because you know, I've, yeah, I'm firsthand experience to know <laughs> that I've, I've had just as many problems, if not more, with, you know, supposed better yeah. brand names.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason they sell so many Align helicopters. That's because they mass produce them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I, I look, it's no secret. I fly Align helicopters and I enjoy the, the piss out of them. I kind of wanted to bring up another point. Um, first of all, Larry, thank you. For that awesome topic idea, Uh, we're we're going to be sending you out a T-shirt for that. And uh, of course, Larry, he's been a listener of the show for quite some time, and we always enjoy hearing from you guys. So I wanted to talk a little bit before we go about the the servos that you mentioned, the Hyperion servos. Okay, i i wanna I wanna consider another another viewpoint. Now, I can appreciate, you know, when you guys can fly like like Jesse and you, Nick and Justin. You guys can really appreciate the difference in these servos, um, but I gotta ask you. I had Hyperion servos in that Fusion, and I did notice the tail was just not very good. However, I for my at my level of flying, now I, I did replace the tail servo, and it felt much better. But the cyclic servos being inexpensive, I want I want to ask you guys: is that's all right for a guy that's learning how to do circuits, right? We don't need to worry about. Dude. yes, absolutely. absolutely. I flew the
1: tar out of those servos. I mean, I've had, I had a set at one point in every helicopter that I own. They're like four, you could buy a whole entire set. Yes. For 150 bucks, like including the tail. Brand new. Yeah. And I flew the tar out of them. And honestly, if I hadn't swapped them out, I don't know that I would have really known any better. My only complaint with them was that every single time uh, I botched an auto, I stripped a set of servo gears. But, I mean, they were $2.85 right. for a set of gears. So, yeah, was I mean, big deal. Now, once I started messing around with, you know, some real cyclic popping stuff. And again, this was only up in the larger size helicopters. Like it was, it was more evident in a 90, like a 90 size electric than it would be in, say, a 50-size Nitro because it just doesn't have the weight to it. But um, no, absolutely not, man. They're cheap. Just ab- rock the tar out of them. I mean,
2: whatever works, they were reliable. And I'll give a- you a little secret. If you, if and when you get to the point where either the stripping servos every crash annoys the crap out of you, which, for the record, Nick, I'm on board with that 100%. That was rough. Um, or if... Uh, it, it does start to feel squishy, like Nick was talking about. Uh, high, the, those are the high-voltage ones we're talking about here. Um, mm-hmm. Hyperion also has regular 6-volt servos that I'm running right now on my Whiplash that are full metal gear, um, and they're the same price. And they're the the DS20X coreless digital um, SMDs, and they're they are awesome. So you can still do the the lower price setup and get the performance out of it. Now I'm I'm a believer at this point. I'm not going to fly Hyperion tails anymore, at least not on a 90 size. I'm no. off to BLS uh, 251s from Futaba, but I think they're absolutely acceptable, Dan.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to kind of emphasize that because I know that a lot of our listeners are not, you know, they're they're flying like me and those kind of servos. Although I do believe that my flying is starting to reach that level where I can appreciate the difference, but for so long it was at a level where it didn't. I didn't. I didn't need to spend. You know, kind of one of the cool things
1: with you know with the everything's going high voltage now, right? So everybody's all up on the high voltage thing. I, the advantage to that is that a lot of these bench, you know, that were industry industry standard awesome servos back in the day, 8717s, BLS 451s you can pick them up. I mean, these things are like diehard reliable servos. You can pick up a set of used ones for so cheap now. And they're and they're awesome. So that's kind of another cool thing with all everyone going high voltage if you're not you know, completely dead set on it, or like me, I'm actually one of those weirdo people that everyone goes, "Oh, I can't believe you'd run those." I run all my BLS 451s ones at straight lipo voltage. Buy a high voltage tail servo for it, and I've got kind of a poor man's high voltage setup, but that works just as good. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, don't be don't be afraid to to go buy a used set. I've actually had pretty good luck buying new servos. And also, please. too,
0: guys, there's one other thing you can glean from this, maybe. Uh, if you do start with a lower priced uh, servo, such as the Hyperion, which we all know is lower priced, uh, and you get to fly in it and your skills increase, I think uh, if you do eventually go to what is typically typically considered a better servo, um, I think in your own mind you're probably going to be able to realize that, which kind of solidifies it. It doesn't necessarily mean that you that that you you have given up anything by flying the Hyperions. But now when you do go to the bigger, like Nick said, you noticed a huge difference. And then that way, you know, you, you don't have to wonder, really, is there really a difference? You, you'll know, which, yeah. which maybe will help you out a little bit.
1: You know, the only bad part hmm. is that when you do that and you realize that it does make a difference, then you're pissed because <laughs> you have to go reflee all the rest of them. Yeah, and that's yeah, a that, huge chunk to choke down.
0: That is true. That is true. But that's that's part of the the... The pleasure and privilege that we have in this hobby is, <laughs> is refitting our shit all the time.
1: All the time.
0: <laughs> so, Nick, you, you guys ever do anything uh, or forget something and you just totally feel like a complete ass about it?
1: Uh, today?
0: Well, no, just in general. Whatever, you know, you talk to a friend and, yeah, I'll call you tonight. And you just, for whatever reason, something happens, you don't get around to it. Oh, yeah. Three weeks later, you realize, oh, I never did Yeah. Well, I need to. I need to apologize to a listener, Um, uh, a very active listener, Bob, Bob Alberting. Bob, if I'm butchering your last name, you're not the first, and you won't be the last. (laughs) It's what we
1: do. (laughs) That's what we do here.
0: Uh, He got in touch with me a while ago, and as we all know, uh, Hurricane Sandy came through the East Coast uh, a few weeks ago, and there were a lot of people's lives impacted by that storm. And Bob is uh, near there. And um, he he wanted me to mention last week, and I, it totally escaped me, Bob. I, I do apologize, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and take some time and do it now. He, um, he along with some other people in that area, uh, apparently made it through uh, relatively well. But there are a lot of people that need help. So he has he's kind of spearheading, he's getting, you know, people together and asking for donations. Some people are bringing in generators, uh whatever people need. He doesn't have or he hasn't given me the PayPal address yet. Uh but I do want to mention it and I will get in touch with him and 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 we will when I get the information I will definitely make it available to everybody. Um their club is doing some fundraising uh, for a place there in New Jersey called Wall, Wall Township. And, um, you know, what can we say, guys? This this was a pretty, and it still is, a, it, a lot of lives are really upturned by this. So to our friends on the East Coast, um, I kind of feel like an ass because we didn't mention it last week and we probably should have. Uh, we we wish you guys the well out well, the best out there, and we hope you guys all get through it. Those of you who have made it through, uh, and you have some resources, I'm sure you're doing everything in your power to help those who don't at this particular time. So Bob, you know, kudos, thank you for you know thinking of us um, to help you get the word out, and um, we'll do whatever it takes uh, as far as helping you with that, getting the word out. We'll you know just keep in touch with me. And as we get more information, um, we will let our listeners know. We'll post it on our on our web and all that good stuff. so you know keep your heads up out there guys, and uh, this too shall pass.: Yes, um
1: I had a couple small things, okay uh, want to remind everyone, don't forget to be looking forward to the icon review that Jesse's going to be doing. Um, We had a little hiccup right off the bat, but it'll be back to normal. And I think me and him, well, we get any rain. If we don't get any rain, are we flying on Saturday? Oh, we're definitely flying. Yeah, we're definitely. So that is, uh, that review will be underway. Uh, So be looking forward to that. And also, uh, the man, the animal over here is going to be doing a review on the Helimax Axe CP100 with the nice. any link that we had talked about. You guys so, are
0: gonna get the most in depth description of what a box looks like. <laughs> you, you'll 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 be so impressed with that.
1: I, I could just I can <laughs> I can see right now, I can picture it in my mind. The opening sentence of that review is gonna be God, I hate these little freaking
0: helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna say that it's like oh God, another micro, what? Yes. But
1: you know, we uh, we're gonna get a couple different views from it, and that's why I really wanted Dan to do it. Y- you know, it, obviously we're all Futaba guys now. Um, it, it sucks; we, we get the short end of the stick when it comes to the availabilities on the micro. That's why I really wanted to get a hold of this. I, from the videos that I've seen, Kyle Stacy's put one up recently. Uh, Nick Maxwell had that one. It looks like a pretty good performer, and I. I you know, the majority of people that would be buying this are just going to be average everyday pilots. And that's why I wanted Dan to do it. So, um, yeah, be looking forward
0: to that one too. Yeah. It'll be something along the lines of this helicopter looks Sweet. That, that's probably about how as, it as it's flying into my curtain. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I've got, I've got some. Uh, I'm kind of excited about it. I got, I'm not going to lie, and, and the reason is, is uh, as you all know, wintertime, uh, flying in the gym. Um, this will give me an opportunity to to uh, actually fly a helicopter in the gym because I was actually going to be looking for something to fly, and also too uh, another thing is. Um, you know, I'll have it for a couple of weeks. We'll send it off, and these guys will give it a whirl. But while I have it, uh, I'm going to get Ed's on, Ed's on the Ed's, <laughs> Ed's on the stick. <laughs> I still can't say it right. I'm going to get Ed on the stick so he can give it a whirl, and uh, maybe Fred and a couple other guys that I fly with here locally, and get their view. Now um, that does remind me too. And Jesse, congratulations, um, Futaba.
3: Oh yeah. Big step yes.
0: big step in the hobby I, uh Troy our friend Troy from Wyoming got one as well, and uh he's enjoying it as well i I think um Futaba needs to send us a kudo, don't you think I mean look at all the people we're converting to Futaba right.
1: dude there's every single person on this show now flying Futaba,
0: but yep. you know we we got to give Jake credit for that one. one um, oh. So he,
1: he was the pioneer. He was
0: the pioneer. And uh,
1: thank you, Jake. We do appreciate that. I, I never would have tried it. I probably never would have tried it if it wasn't for Jake, actually. Yeah.
0: I mean, come on. I mean, you were the guy that gave me Dude. the rant. <laughs> he like, why would you do that? My radio does everything I need to do. <laughs> do I really it. say it with an accent like that? Well, it's a little deeper, a little thicker. But yeah, you know.
3: Yeah, it was, it was something like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, you've seen the you've seen the uh, I, I in my mind, I just picture you've seen the the hillbilly teeth implants right
1: yes Dan, look, look yeah, yeah.
0: I was just kind of picturing you saying that with, with those and just why do I need that my radio does everything I need to <laughs> oh dude <laughs> total sidetrack ready
1: mm-hmm. did you see that freaking video of our wonderful favorite clowns pulling that six the heli graphics yeah. guys <laughs> yeah. I pulling that helicopter behind the car doing an auto rotation no way really you got it, oh, go awesome. Like they shut the motor off and they just, they were strapped. This is awesome. Those guys, we got to
0: get those guys on the show, man.
1: Dude, just for keep doing what you're doing. I actually, I, I don't want to see you get hurt but keep making me wonder every video if you are going to
0: <laughs> yeah. they're like they're like the, they're like the they're like the jackass four of the RCLE no, world
1: absolutely so they're sitting on top of this vehicle and and they they seriously have like a ratchet strap over the both of their laps
2: <laughs> like oh no
1: like that's gonna hold them on and the one guy's holding on to the rope and he's he's like he's kind of pulling on it like a kite <laughs> and, the, and they get it up into a hover and the car starts going. Then they shut the motor off and the pilot literally just puts it into an auto rotation and he's flying it like an autogyro.
0: Very nice.
1: Yeah. And, and it's, it's go all over the place.
0: Ways. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they a were minute and And, a half and <laughs> they're
1: hauling with the car. And I'm thinking, this is just going to wad up like the biggest. Shit. <laughs> if they go around a corner, both guys going off. One guy's hanging underneath the,
0: the ratchet strap. <laughs>
1: Helicopter dragon behind a rope. Oh man.
0: Well, you know, I actually um I some of you guys are familiar with Raja Borkosh. I know uh-huh. I know uh um, yep. Justin is. He yep. he uh, spends a lot of time um in uh tropical places <laughs> yeah, with lots of wind. And he was telling me um there's a place and I cannot remember Jamaica, I believe. I don't remember exactly where, but he takes his four fifty. And he essentially does slope gliding.
1: Yes. Uh, Oh, wow. In the same thread on RunRider that they put that, uh, the link to the heli graphics thing. Someone else put up a video of a 700 that they took like all the batteries out of. I think it's an electric that they just left the batteries out of it. And one guy held it. It was kind of sketchy on the launch. One guy held it over his head and got it into the wind. And they got the blades going, and then he he actually just threw it, and they sat there and slope-sworded that thing out yeah. in front of them.
0: Awesome. You got to have mad auto-rotation skills to do that. Mad skills, yo. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, back to the Raja thing, we all know he's got mad auto-rotation skills. He does really well every year at the Urch Auto-Rotation Contest. hmm That's all he does. He'll go out and fly for four hours, and he'll do 200 autos. <laughs>
1: Dude, really? That's he, crazy. All he does, man. I don't have any hope to beat that.
0: He uh, he does two things when he practices. Um, he does he practices his high speed passes, uh, which he also does very well at every year at Urcha uh, for his class, the gasser class, and uh, auto rotations. That's all he does. He's weird. And you know what else he does? Sorry, Raja. I'm gonna. <laughs> he, he has a um. He keeps a clicker, uh, a counter clicker. Every time he finishes a flight, he clicks it, and he he takes, um. Well, you know the the printer label printer things. Yeah. Yep. And he puts a new sticker on his servos and his motor that has how many flights it has, and so that way he knows at four hundred and fifty flights. He has to rebuild the servo, or at X amount of flights, he has to rebuild the motor.
2: Wow!
0: Yeah, is dude. he retired? Uh, you, you know, I think so. I don't. I don't really know his story. You know, you'd have to be. Uh, here, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think he just. I think he married a rich a rich woman. Is what it boils down to. Hey, just kidding, I, Raja. I don't know. He. I'm I think gonna he is, judge him if he did. I, I think he is retired though. He's. Um, I think he retired early. So.
1: Yeah, yep. but my guess is he's probably not a big crasher.
0: You know, he's he's really not he's a really good pilot. No, he's he's not a big crasher and um of course as we, you know, I know Justin knows and I'm sure too uh, Nick you do, he does the jewel generator. Yep. Yep. Uh That's not a big money maker. <laughs> strangely enough, but you know that that is something he does on the side. But uh, I talked to Raja quite a bit on Skype. He's a he's he's quite the character. Raja. Yeah. Raja. Do we dare talk about the web page? Uh, so look guys, I know we said that you now by the next time you listen to the show and very well, we don't know. It's early yet. Yes. It, it is only Thursday and normally we record on Friday and, um, gives me a couple days to get the show ready. We don't know. Um, it's out of our hands at this point, and um, you know, w- w- trust me when we say we all want the page to go live. And uh, w- when it, at this point, it'll get there when it gets there. You know, hopefully well, that's well, sooner than later. But one know. of
1: two things will happen: you'll click on it, and our awesome new web page will show up. Or Nick will be in prison. Yeah, or there will be a link to the to the police report. <laughs>
0: there will be a link to the police report <laughs> and an address where you can send the care package. That's right. <laughs> yeah, um, preferably cigarettes. Cause <laughs> Apparently, they, that's that's uh, used for bargaining chips in prison. They, they keep me safe. It keeps you from becoming a someone's bitch. <laughs> yes. Hey man, yeah. I used to I used to watch Oz. Oh, uh, you guys never watched Oz?
1: I think you just dated yourself again. Mm. Yeah.
0: That's a good show, dude. Speaking of Oz, another quick mention: our listener base in Australia. Is growing rapidly, and we've just uh, been very pleased that uh, Will, no, uh, it's not the other Will. Um, This Will, I believe, has a little sanity about him. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) might edit that out. I don't know. Let me think about it. But uh, no, Will, his name, I don't know his last name, but he is the owner of uh, R. Kelly down in Australia. And uh, I've mentioned it before. He's allowed us a, a little forum there uh, to help foster the the growth of our show down in the in the uh, Australian community. Looking forward to it. Of course, we've been we've been talking a lot with Jody down there, and all you guys from Australia know Jody. And I I don't know why I cannot pronounce his last name. It's not. It doesn't look like a hard name. It's like Hodgson, Hodgson, yes. Hodgson. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, you could make a living out of this jody let's call him we'll, we'll call him jody h jody <laughs> jody, jody h. Who flies the goblin yeah he's uh he's uh he's the gabbling guy down there uh hung out with uh jake at urchin and whatnot and uh apparently he and his buddies from australia make quite an impression with uh their their colorful use of language jody was relating the story to me um and maybe we shouldn't go into that here <laughs> and we won't but uh I just want to say thank you to all you guys down there, Bert down there. Who's going to be gathering some, uh, audio files from, uh, some, uh, events down there. We're hoping when they show up, they're good. <laughs> I guess for lack of a better word, I'm sure they will be. Bert seems to really, uh, take it, be taking this very seriously. So, um, we look forward to, uh, just kind of hanging out with you guys down there in Australia on the forums. And, um, And thanks for your support down there. We really appreciate it. Maybe we should just make another quick mention. Again, thank you to uh, Gen Z Batteries and uh, Progressive RC. Yes. We are very happy to, we mentioned it last week, but it's worth mentioning again. They are now going to be helping us out. They're supporting the show. They're going to be sponsoring us. I look forward to working with those guys over the next year. Other than that, guys. We sure hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. Have a good week. We will see you guys next Monday.
1: Adios. See ya later. Don't get banned.
0: This has been a production of RC Heli Nation LLC. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion, send us an email using the contact us link on the homepage. If you'd like to make a donation, there's a donate now button on our homepage as well.